With thousands of one-on-ones, deal dissections, and conversation film study over the past 15 years, it still amazes me how so few consultants and sales professionals excel at asking good, meaningful questions. When in a conversation, the process of seeking to understand the other person is core to building trust. If you want the prospect to be objective when they assess your value or your expertise, you first have to invest the time and effort to understand their expertise or their perspective. In this snippet, Pam and I discuss how to use questions to help your prospect become more objective and move the conversation beyond the prospect's current truth, which is usually shaped by their current biases. To hear our full conversation, scroll back to episode 91, Your Mindset Impacts Your Results, part two. I understand the way I think will affect the questions that I ask. However, I think we can go a little bit deeper on this one as well. So Dan, let's hear your perspective on how your mindset can impact the questions that you ask. Again, if I use the simple mindset of attachment, if I'm attached to an outcome and that outcome is how do I get a second meeting or how do I get a demo or how do I get this prospect to give me some kind of data or contracts to review, right? I'm looking for something. If that's what I want out of the meeting, because I've been told that's how I should define a successful meeting, I will only ask questions that lend themselves to what I want which is get the second meeting or get a demo. I won't ask any other questions. For those of you that know me well, number five, the questions that you ask, I like to put it in the frame of my job is to ask the questions that allow you to do that critical thinking that you're going to have to do in order to get this right for yourself. And here's something else that I feel like we don't practice near enough. And that is how we ask these questions. You know, Dan, to your point, it can be so basic to ask questions to serve an outcome versus challenging myself as a sales professional to figure out ways, because it is my job to help you do the critical thinking necessary, to ask these questions so that it does help you think differently about what it is you might be looking to solve for, change, or do differently. So for me, this is another one where I don't feel we practice near enough. And for those of you that work with me, one of my favorite exercises to do is let's just take a simple basic question and understand why we're asking it, what we hope to accomplish with asking that question, and how can we now ask that question differently. And there's probably five or six or seven ways, if you push yourself, where you can ask that question so that the person across the table is forced to do that little bit of critical thinking that you know they're going to need to do in order to be able to get it right for themselves, high intent. Yeah, there's a lot of rules or a lot of guidelines that we use for asking questions here at Lapa 180. Some of the basic ones for our listeners would be, don't ask close-ended questions. Yes and no questions are fact-based questions. There's no elaboration, there's no depth, there's no engagement, no trust in any of them. Two, don't ask leading questions. What if? What if we were to show you? What if we could solve? What if we were able to cut the price? What if are very leading questions and run-on questions. I hear a lot of that. 
Run-on questions tells the recipient, in this case the prospect, that you're not confident in your question when you string two or three or even what I've heard, four questions together at the same time. (laughs) And that would come from what we would call a scarce, attached, low-intent mindset. Very guilty of that early on in my sales career. Thanks for listening to Breaking Sales. If you want to get engaged with us outside of the podcast, be sure to go to our website, lappin180.com. Go to contact us. You can also engage with us on LinkedIn at Dan Lappin or Lappin180. 